Erevin, Perkhes, Mishnah Gimel 8.3. And now we return to the topic of the Eruvei Chatseros. And our Mishnah here is going to consider a scenario which is actually very similar conceptually in setup to what we had at the end of the sixth Perk, where we had the two Chatseros, one within the other, and the people living in the inner Chatser had Drisas Haregel rights, permission to pass through the outer Chatser, because they needed that walkway to get access to the main Rishos Rabbim. In our Mishnah, however, the setup is sort of in three dimensions, if you will, instead of two dimensions. That is to say, what we have is we have um, two groups of people, uh, one living on the ground floor with all their homes opening into the Chatzair, and a second group of people living on a second level, an upper level, um, and they gain access to their homes through a uh, ladder, which takes them up from the ground floor in the Chatzair up to a shared living area, a merpeset, like a gallery or an open you know, walkway area that provides access to that like upper level corridor to their homes. So their homes open up to the merpeset, and the lower people's homes open up to the Chatzair. But the people in the upper level have rights to pass through the Chatzair, and therefore they also have access to the same kind of stuff that the people in the Chatzair have, essentially. So our mission is going to consider what happens if you have a setup where the people in the lower level made an air of amongst themselves, the Chatzair people, and the people in the upper level, the Merpes people, made a Chatzair, excuse me, an air of Chatzairos all to themselves. So <clears throat> that will mean that you essentially have two groups of people with two separate air of Chatzairos, each with their own separate domain, and they can't carry from their homes into their counterparts shared living space, but they can carry amongst themselves and their homes into their own shared living space, meaning the people in the Merpeset can carry from their homes to the Merpeset and vice versa, and the people in the Chatzair can carry from their homes to the Chatzair and vice versa, but they can't carry, the people in the Chatzair can't carry from their homes up into the Merpeset, and people in the Merpeset upstairs can't carry from their homes into the Chatzair down below because they failed to make a single air of Chatzairs that combined all the residents of both the lower and upper floor of the building. <clears throat> It reminds me in picture, kind of like in my head anyways, how the a motel is set up in America, like those Motel 8s where you have like the parking lots down below, you have people on the ground floor, and then you have people living above them on the upper floor with that kind of corridor that connects all the motel rooms on the upper floor. But whatever the case is, since you have um, shared access down below, but no one's going upstairs, it could be under certain circumstances um, where there are architectural features next to the building, where the services really belong to the people in the upper floor as opposed to the lower floor, and as much as it's much more useful and accessible to the people in the upper floor than the lower floor. So our mission is going to set forth who may make use of these architectural features. Let's talk about a pillar. Let's say there's a pillar beside the building. So the top of the pillar, can that be used by the bottom people or the top people? If it could be used by both people equally, or it's equally inaccessible to both people. So then since it's of equal access to upper and lower people, so then neither can use it because it's not included in any sort of joint area which would connect the upper and lower people together. So the mission says inside, Anche chatzer anche velo ervu. The residents of the lower courtyard and the residents of the upper courtyard, merpeset, they neglected to combine into a single Eruv Chatzeros that would combine everyone, upper and lower, together into one consortium. Instead, you have two 
separate consortia. You have the people on the bottom, the Chatzera people, and their heir of Chatzeros, and the people upstairs in the Merpeset, and their heir of Chatzeros. So the Mishnah says, Kol Any feature, let's say a pillar, that's next to the building, that's at least 10 Tfachim off the ground. Lemarpeset. That will be uniquely accessible, or much more accessible to the people living in the upper story, the Merpeset, than the lower people. And therefore, the people in the Merpeset upstairs can make use of it, taking from their home to put onto that um, surface, uh, whereas the people in the lower story may not. Now, to understand this Mishnah, we have to actually set forth a number of caveats. The first caveat is, when we're talking about a shared space, like this pillar beside the building, we have to assume, we have to understand, that both the upper and lower people pay for it and own it together. Um, If that wouldn't be the case, so it would belong exclusively to whoever built it and paid for it, and therefore this question wouldn't get off the ground. Um, Similarly, when we say that that if the pillars tend to lock them off the ground, then it belongs to the people in the upper story as much as they have much more access to it, we're assuming that the distance between the upper story and the lower story, excuse me, the upper story and the top of the pillar is less than 10 tefachim. So they have sort of easy access, whereas the people down below have less easy access. If the distance between the floor of the upper story and the surface of this pillar is more than 10 tefachim, then both upper and lower story each have sort of inconvenient access equally. And that in the case, it won't belong to one more than the other, and therefore it belongs to both of them. And if it belongs to both of them, neither can use it because, of course, it's not included in any joint Eruv. Um, finally, we have to understand that the the case we're talking about here is where the surface area, like the top of the pillar, is more than four by four tfachim, four wide and four deep. Um, the reason why is because if it's less than four by four tfachim, then it's called a makom patur, and one is permitted to put on and off a makom patur, even from Rosh Rabbim and certainly from their home onto the the uh, makom patur. So here we're talking about a scenario where we have a pillar or an outcrop next to the building, and it is bigger than 4x4, four four, and therefore it has a separate status all to itself. And the question is just which domain it belongs to, as the Mishnah sets forth. There'll be one more criteria which will be set forth explicitly in the Mishnah, which is it has to be that this pillar is close to the building. If the pillar is far away, so the people in the upstairs can't reach it anyways, so then the whole thing doesn't get off the ground, but uh, the Mishnah will discuss that explicitly in a moment. So that's the step one. Now, step two, the Mishnah says, if you have chulias habor, <clears throat> if you have, um, if you dug out a pit, the bore is a pit, like a, a, like a storage pit, and you get this sand from inside the pit, and you pile the sand around the hole, making sort of like an embankment so people, so people don't fall into the pit, that's the chulia, the rim around it. And if that rim is ten tefachim off the ground, you have a setup very similar to the previous case. And same goes if it's vahasela, you're talking about a rock, like a big boulder, in the Chatzer. Again, if it's 10 Tvachim high, Gavoasar Tvachim, the Merpeset, it belongs to the Merpeset. If it's less than 10 Tvachim high, it belongs to everyone equally, and therefore no one can use it. If it even has 10 Tvachim high, but the Merpeset is still more than 10 Tvachim away from the top of this rock or the or the mound, whatever it is, so then it belongs to both of them equally, and therefore no one can use it. <clears throat> There's a side point the Gemara gets into, which I don't want to get into here, it's sort of beyond the scope, which is what what's going on inside this hole? What's it filled with? Can it be emptied out mid Shabbos and so on? The bottom line is the Gemara ends up saying to make this thing work properly and sidestep all of the potential issues. 
which would change the Pshat of the Mishnah. What's going on here is that this is a pit that's filled with stuff, like let's say grain, and the stuff is muktzah, so it's like tevel grain, grain that has been tithed, and therefore it's not going to be moved on Shabbos and be depleted, and the mound, meaning the hole that's filled up, including the mound, um, now gives an area that's 4 by 4 tefachim. So that's kind of the setup here of our case. Now, the Mishnah says, When does all this apply that we're going to attribute a tall thing, one tenth tefachim off the ground, to the merpeset? That's assuming besmucha. That assumes that this mound or rock or pillar is adjacent to the merpeset. Not only is it like close vertically, but also horizontally. It's not too far away. Because if it were too far away, they wouldn't have easy access anyways. And that's what the Mishnah says here. Aval bemufleges, if it is indeed at a distance, a horizontal distance away from the Merpeset, so they can't easily put stuff on or take off it. It doesn't matter how high it is, even if it's tentfachim, and therefore it's sort of like off the ground and in the upper zone, if you will, it doesn't matter. Since they haven't got, um, the people in the upper level haven't got easier access than the people in the Chatzair, it doesn't matter. So even if it belongs to the Chatzair, but now what does that mean? Lechatzer means it belongs to uh, the chatzer and the merpeset equally, meaning neither one can use it. Beizi smucha, what defines adjacent? How close is close enough? Kol she'en rechoka arbat fachem, that assumes that this rock or pillar or mound with the embankment is all within four tfachim, very close, four tfachim, something like around, you know, 15 inches, like 35 centimeters, very close. At that point, it's, abutting and adjacent and useful to the people upstairs. And if not, if it's at a distance, then it hasn't got any special status to the upstairs people. And in fact, it belongs to the, the chatzar downstairs and no one can use it because both have equal access um, and therefore no one can use it. Um, interestingly, by the way, that if you have, let's say, the embankment and it's low down, it's not even 10 tefachim off the ground, um, and it's at a distance of more than for Tfachim from the Merpeset, then it seems to be sort of uniquely useful for the people in the Chatzer and not the Merpeset people, and therefore the people in the Chatzer could use it, taking stuff on and off, because it belongs to them exclusively, kind of, and therefore and inaccessible really to the people upstairs. So the upstairs people don't restrict the lower people from using such such a mound or rock, etc.